true. That's it. <laughs> oh, it's probably better than before he does. He does a lot there. <laughs> okay, so the music's playing right now, which means we don't interrupt the music because that's like the intro to the show. If you interrupt the intro to the show, like, it's just very awkward, you know? So the yeah. music playing, we have to be very quiet, so... Dave's okay. full of shit. He's completely full of shit. He interrupts me every single fucking episode that I do on this thing. It's just really quite <laughs> nice. It started off with very subtle things, like just like a cough here or there, like something like, woo! And then it just started becoming those full blown conversations between me and Corey, like while the intro music's playing before the show even officially begins. It's, it's hilarious now, I think. Oh, it took me a couple episodes to get to it, too. I actually edited out the first couple. Because it's like, oh, David's being David, just coughing and being an idiot while the intro music's playing. And I said, fuck it. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. As you can tell, again, we have never made it through an intro. I think we did it once, actually, sort of. And then it was just really awkward. But as you can tell, it's not only me and David Silverberg here. We have a special guest. We uh, we have an 18-team league commissioner here where David put his foot so far down his throat last week, uh, we decided to have her on and figure out what's going on in this league because some of football. us take, you know, fantasy football really seriously. Some of my friends listen to some of the stories and they're going, what the what is going on over there? So I'm excited to have you through. Thank you so much for coming through. And so, uh, yeah, actually, go ahead, David. We did each other last week, just to clarify. We did each other in two weeks. Not this week, but next week we did each other. Actually, I have that circle on my calendar. Um, but I actually faced, this is uh, Deb right here. I actually faced Deb's husband, Dan, this past week. And we just spoke to a show in our little production meeting where we were waiting for Corey. Uh, not only did I last week score the most points in the 18 league so far out of any team in any week, it was also the biggest margin of victory uh, of any matchup in any of the six weeks so far. And also, I now lead the entire league in points scored. Uh, so that's all true, but. This is all very true. Deb, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. Excited to be here. Oh, we're it's so excited. Past my bedtime. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, for those who don't know, Corey took his sweet time getting here finally. Uh, but we're here. So, Deb, tell us uh, yes. how the how did this league t- come together? Explain a little bit here, and why why are you running it? What what? How did you end up running it? Because I know sometimes the commissioner doesn't really want to be running it. But uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about this eighteen team league that we hear about all the time. Okay, so. Obviously, 18-team league is a little out of the ordinary. We invited way too many people. You know, my bad. Um, This is, we didn't do it last year because of COVID, but we did the this league, well, it wasn't 18 teams. Most we ever had before was 12. So we did it three years before previous. And it's because nobody else would start it up. Everybody talked about it. So I was like, okay. I know how to use a computer. I know a little bit about football. So, you know, I'll take on the role. So I've done it since we started and we have the same, there's a few people that don't are not with us anymore, but we do have kind of the same core group um, that we originally started with. There's probably like six of the same people, some of which I've given birth to. So, you know, they, they stick around. 
I love it. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, so go ahead, Dave. Going off of that, actually, talk about some of the relationships between some of the people in this league. Because there's a lot of like family relationships in this league. Yeah, it's it's pretty incestuous. Our league. So there is myself, my husband, my son, my daughter, my son-in-law, my business partner. Then we have one of my my husband's co-workers and his mother, another co-worker, her sister, and her father, who um, David has spoken about before. Um, he doesn't like the way they like to trade. Um, he says a lot of collusion and shenanigans. So oh, that's uh, super, that's super shenanigans, yes. but we'll get to that later. Yes. Super right. shenanigans. And then we have um, Greenberg, of course, and Jake, who is my son-in-law and Greenberg's fraternity brother. Oh, no, he's actually a fraternity brother, but he was Mike's roommate. In a oh, what? he's not a fraternity brother? No, he's actually not a brother of ours. He never I say that all the time. I'm wrong. I, oh, I'm so disappointed. Uh, yeah, he's just a good friend of ours. Okay. I knew he, he was. He lived with Mike for years, so. Right, right, right. I remember him from UConn football years ago. But right. But he was also. He would, like, kill you with us and whatnot, naturally. Right. I just naturally thought he was a brother. No. Sorry about that. My bad. But no, never joined. But okay. a fellow UConn alum. True. Yes. Uh, yes. So the mm -hmm. question, though, that I think everybody wants to know, because you've called him by his real name like twice now, which is kind of like a faux pas on the show. We never address Greenberg by Greenberg. Um, but so you must know. How do you know Greenberg? How does this introduction happen? How did you find this kind of strange person? You know, chilling <laughs> in the green basement of Connecticut. Okay, so it goes back a little bit. Um, so Greeny, as we affectionately call him, came into my life probably around 2011, I want to say. That's all right. He was uh, in at UConn. I'm also a UConn alum, as is my business partner. So my business partner and I owned season tickets to UConn football. And my son-in-law, Mike who was also on in our league was at UConn at the time. And we would go to the football games and all meet up and we would do like alumni against current student beer pong in the parking lot and all that kind of stuff. So Greeny has been around since then. And he also is like a, an honorary uncle to my grandchildren. Yeah. So he frequently, joins us for family events and um, okay so you have vetted that position before you gave it to him then i just yes that's a little dangerous it's like, be 10 years it's be 10 years to get into the league i barely trust you with mittens bro i couldn't imagine you taking care of human beings like that's just that's, that's <laughs> i okay so it's funny i uh i changed remi uh remi so remington which is deb's grandson Changed his diaper once in my life. Put him backwards. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Put him backwards. <laughs> I was like, I felt so much. I thought I did a great job. I was like, oh wow, I, I changed the little baby's diaper. This is like a year ago, you know, when he was like one year old. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'm backwards completely. It was hilarious. Yeah. 
But I was only like, I don't know where Mike and Jimmy were, but they, I was the only adult around, and like, you know, he changed. So I was like, whatever, I'll like step up. It was clean, right? Yeah. Right. It was, I gave I gave him a new clean diaper. Right. Like. Right. No, he was just on no. backwards. I did I did an okay job, not a great job. It happens. It happens. Yeah. So for most people, again, there's like a super competitive thing that sounds like more of kind of a family affair and et cetera. So do you guys play for any money? I can't remember David ever mentioning yes. that at all. So there is money we involved. Do. Like, okay. So it's a $25 buy-in and we do three places. So first place gets 300, second place gets 100 and third place gets $50. So, even if you finish third, you get twice your money back. So, oh, see, I like that. Usually, you just get your buyback at third, generally. For me, I've run even a tighter ship, only the first two places place. So, second place gets your money back, and then first place just takes it all home. I like having the third place game have meaning, though, you know? Right? Well, so for us, it has meaning because whoever finishes in those positions is draft position for next year so there's right. kind of like a meaning for it in that sort of way and mm-hmm. this has just been kind of like a pared down league that it originally when i was playing it it originally started as you know just nothing it wasn't even a buy-in and now it's at 50 bucks already so uh, but i digress on that it's not uh, the 12 team league that i'm doing here it's with you guys so why did you choose to do is it ppr i think it's ppr right yeah. from the conversation mm-hmm. so what's the choice behind ppr and I don't know. <laughs> well, that's actually the ESPN standard. So if you just like basically right. ESPN standard settings and like didn't change anything, it would have been PPR, I feel like, right? Right. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. I just did it weird. like literally I go on and I put it together the simplest way possible. Um, I don't have a lot of time. So it's like this is what we're doing. E- ESPN does most of it for us. So it's um I like it. Yeah, Yeah, no, hey, it's no, uh, there are no right or wrong answers here uh, (laughs) in the fantasy pod for sure. We, uh, like I said, this is a really cool league because I know it's a little bit unique. And uh, yeah, there are no right or wrong answers. So with Mm -hmm. that, I bring on one of the first tough questions that I want to ask you. Kamesh, what kind of trades are you allowed in this shit show? This is crazy. (laughs) Holy smokes. I, David sends me these screenshots and I love it. It's just like I get so much laughter out of some of them. So, you know, this oh, even this last one was time. pretty. This last one was really hilarious. This Kareem Hunt, Le'Veon Bell, like shenanigans mm-hmm. that went down. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, so well, like. First of all, originally for Kareem Hunt and Alan Lazard. And then Le'Veon Bell was dropped to try to pick up Kareem Hunt and that didn't work because of waivers, which we discussed. Right. Actually, the most recent one. I haven't shown you yet, Corey. Most recent one is right for this Cortland Sutton for Chris Carson. I think about that one. And that is between a son and his mother. Again. So the first one that was brought to my attention, because I don't, you know, I, I don't pay a lot of I, I love doing it. I'm very competitive, but I don't pay a lot of attention to what other people are doing as far as trades and things until Greeny came upon the scene so we have oh, a greeny the uh, shit disturber uh, i told you you yeah. have to vet the position of uncle before you give it to someone this sounds dangerous already deb very so we have a a summer home in the adirondacks so we're 
up as Greeny did come visit us once this year up there, but we were up there when this whole, the big shenanigan happened. And literally I wake up at like seven o'clock in the morning and I look at my phone and I'm like, Greeny's texting me at seven o'clock in the morning. Like, did someone die? <laughs> I'm and he's like, Deb, you got to veto this, uh, this trade. You can't let this go. It's Indian. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. One, I don't even know that I can veto. <laughs> yes. I have no clue. I thought once it was a trade, it was a trade. So I don't even know. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I wake up my husband. I'm like, Dan, Dan, we got to veto this. Greeny says it's collusion. <laughs> He's like, are you kidding me? This is Zach and his mom. <laughs> They're just trying to, you know, he's trying to help out his mom. And I'm like, no, no, we can't do this. He cannot help up. He cannot help out. Yeah, that, that practice roster one. Was what the yeah. like the <laughs> there's only one other craziest thing I've seen is in a draft. I actually saw somebody take a right tackle for whatever reason, a right <laughs> tackle was eligible, and the dude took him. And we like we had 10 people in person on my couch, like we in my house, and we were just howling. My buddy in Colorado took him. We were like, What the f so yeah, this is second to that with like the practice squad guy. I mean, that's. That's even worse than that. Well, at least, at least the right tackle was playing on the team. <laughs> yeah, so that's when I learned we could veto things. That was pretty cool. You know, all this time we were like these nice people to one another. We never vetoed anything. Oh, no, the league is going to be over in like two more seasons. Greenberg, mm -hmm. you know, once Greeny got in here and got us all, you know, oh, oh that happened. So, but. But even before that, so my bro, oh, I forgot about my brother-in-law's part of it too. Okay. Yes. My brother-in-law, whose name is also David, yes. he was, this was when Greeny was in the Adirondacks with us. He knew nothing about what to do. Not a clue. You know, he's like getting annoyed with me. Like, I, I don't even know how to get this on my phone, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's really easy. You know, let the, let the thing draft for you because you don't know what you're doing. You know, no big deal. So we're sitting on the deck having our coffee in the morning. And my husband says to my brother-in-law, his brother, hey, you need to pick up, I can't remember the quarterback's name, but you need to pick up this guy before it's too late because you have your quarterbacks are really bad. So Greeny's sitting in an Adirondack chair on our deck with a cup of coffee and he goes, Oh, got him. And then he says to my brother-in-law, I'll trade you. That's the I, way you do it. <laughs> what? What? You just literally heard me tell my brother to pick this guy up and you grabbed him. You grabbed him. So that's how. Well, we before, though. Actually, one of the players I traded him in that trade is Jarrell Williams on the Chiefs, who is now the starting running back because Clyde Edwards Slayer is injured. If he actually puts this guy in, that would be very valuable for him. He's currently on the bench, which is not very smart, but he, he, he needs to start him this week at some point. I'll point that No, did he bench player. him last week, David? 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yes. Oh. He had him benched. Yeah, and Benz, and he uh, scored 23.9 points on his bench last week. Yeah, he's, he's, he's starting to learn what this is all about. Um, yeah. If the league's so. still going to be around, thanks to this, David. So. I know. I- Over under three years that the A-Team Team League lasts <laughs> since your uh, arrival. Well, I already decided we can't do 18 teams next year. That was silly. Yeah, yeah. 18 is is a lot. I mean, it's an interesting yeah. dynamic. Uh, I guess I'll put it that way because, yeah, every every single trade that, honestly, every single trade David sends me, my initial reaction is just like, what the fuck is going on over there? Like, <laughs> And then, because then you just have to, and, you know, he thinks, like, and we've talked it out a few times on the podcast, too, like, where... We talked about it on our last one about the difference mm-hmm. in rankings and where they are. And, you know, there's one player that's in the top five. And in my league, he's in like bottom 20. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's like so different when you have 18 teams trying to get it instead of 12 or you yeah. know, 10 as the case may be, because eight don't re- doesn't really exist. So, so it was definitely better when we did 12. Um, but it just didn't occur to me when I was all excited about everybody wanting to join. I was like, wow, we'll have a lot of more money. And, you know, but I didn't take into consideration that, you know, like my bench sucks. I can only imagine. Like, oh yeah, it's a very deep league, as they would say. You really got to scrape bottom of barrel on your Mm -hmm. bench. I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited about my bench, honestly. I've been doing a lot of trades to beef up my uh, depth on my team. Yes. So I feel good about it. Uh, I also just picked up uh, Michael Thomas, who is going to be out for a few more weeks, but I'm putting him on my IR spot and just see what happens with him later on. I think that's who I was trying to get this week. Oh, yeah, was it? I think so. But, uh, yeah, I had my running backs are terrible, and they're both buys, so I had to get another person, and it, yeah. Apparently, David thinks that this is a is a, a gutsy call, a ballsy move. But today, I dropped Julio Jones for AJ Green. So, yeah. if you if you look at the points and the way everything is, yeah, AJ Green's a monster. He's got nine to twelve targets a game, and so yeah, dear PP PPR monsters. I don't know who has AJ Green if you have him yet, but uh, that guy is doing pretty well. Uh, so, hmm. and Julio is just, I mean, sure. He might come on in the last, like what, four weeks, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to be, I'm not going to have enough wins to get there. So right, that's the deal. That's the deal where I'm sitting. Um, I feel all your pain. It's a very interesting year so far. Very interesting. Yes, I, snuck, I snuck Khalil Herbert last week, the guy in Chicago, because their running back had COVID all of a sudden. So I right. swooped in and got him, and that did pretty well. I really appreciate you coming uh, on the show, for sure. It's been wonderful to, you know, understand the dynamics a little bit more. And, yeah, uh, you know, it's a little bit more of a relaxed league than, uh, you know, other people are used to, for sure. But I, I love it. I think you guys should keep on going. I mean, you're, you know, I know 18 sounds a little bit wild, but... Why not shoot for 30, 32? Oh my God. You know? I think, is it possible to do that no, many? I think it's, well, many. it's possible. I mean, you could have. It's going to play the league to like fill those, those teams that way. Really. You like, do 30. 
right? There's 30. Maybe, you can do 30. Maybe I'll go for 20 next year. Let's do it, oh, Jeff. I know that you would have two Canadian guys who would sign up for that on the hop to make it 20. <laughs> I had somebody called me who listens to this pod, so he's going to hear this. But hey, Mike, this is our big league that we've been waiting for. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. We'll have 20 players in it. Greenberg's shaking his head. He's like, oh, shut up, Corey. I'm like, let's do it, Deb. I'll, Deb, I'll collude with you to make this happen. Okay. <laughs> I think that sounds great. They Say 20 it. teams. 20 teams next year, yes. I mean, it's been a great content so far for our podcast, please. So, yeah. appreciate you for that. Right. All, all right. Well, Deb, any any parting words for uh, for all, you know, 30, 35 of our early listeners that we have here on the Fucked Up Fantasy Football podcast? Um, No, not really. I just, you know, we do this because it gives us something fun to do for the football season, you know? So it's don't know a whole lot about it, but it's fun. And I've won in the past, actually. With oh, not shit. Even We're talking to it, a so. champ champ here. Yeah, yeah. So. Nice. So it's fun. Love it. That's cool. Oh, and by the way, just real quick, how is Dan doing after I beat him so badly? Oh, Dan's sick. Dan's very sick since since Greeny beat him. Um, He didn't go to work today. Stayed in bed all day. Yeah, he's been sick since then. Poor man. I think stress of losing to Greeny. Uh, Yeah, it must be. I I can't think of any other possible cause besides my – Embarrassment of this previously undefeated team in our league. Yeah, and, he was no, and now lost in the league. So mm-hmm. now no undefeated teams. There is a winless team. There is a winless team that nearly beat Deb, but didn't. Deb managed to hold out. Congratulations, Deb, on your win this past week over the really worst team in the league, barely. Yes. yes we yes. had, before you go, yeah. Deb, we had a guy yeah. who had two players that haven't played in about two or three weeks. We had a guy who started Rob Gronkowski. And Clyde Edwards Hilaire from Kansas City, and he still fucking won. He was winless, and he won because Randy Bullock, the kicker in Tennessee, I ended up making a quicker switch because he went home. He couldn't switch his, switch his roster. So the only player left available for him was the kicker, Atlanta for Tennessee. I put in Randy Bullock, kicks the field goal to win the game for him, and then Randy Bullock gets injured. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. So. Yeah. Oh my God. I love yeah, it. I just it's, narrowly it's beat the worst player in our league. Narrow it. Narrowly. Sometimes yeah. it happens like that. Uh, yeah. Terrible. Deb, mm-hmm. thanks a million for coming on through. I really All do right. appreciate it. And uh, hopefully Good we'll night. have you on again uh, another time. That would be great. Thank love you. It. Take care, Deb. Bye bye. Thanks, Deb. Well, first guest on the Fuck Up Fantasy Football podcast. I like ever. it. That was fun. David Greenberg, our first guest ever on the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. That was cool. I appreciate you for arranging that. Well done, sir. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, I'm just excited to come on. Uh, after you know last week's Thursday episode where we called out two players in the league by name uh, for collusion and for the shenanigans, uh, so she was excited to 
go on and just talk about the league a little bit and explain a little bit of the background here and just uh you notice how we didn't even bring it up i didn't even want to bother to realize that you said that you know we don't want to discuss you know you quote out of your mouth you didn't want to question what the possible romantic relationship uh was of two players and it turns out that it was a a father and a daughter, is that correct? Yes, yeah, that's correct. Father and a daughter. Yes, there we so go. We've had, we've had a son and a mother, a father and a daughter, helping each other out. <sighs> lovely 18 team league. Hilarious. I went back on that episode on purpose just to listen to you put your foot in your mouth. It's hilarious. It's, it's so, so good. I don't know. Most of the people I don't know, besides like the people like in like her like actual family that are in this league and Jake our friend from you know college uh that's the people i know most of these people are like co-workers in their families i love it it's so good man it's cool well thanks again yeah. i appreciate it let's uh let's get into our picks what did you yeah. think we're to bring on the uh, monday night episode what um, let's bring on monday night football don't we of course, we're going to talk about Monday night. So let's talk about Monday night football. Yeah, because I guess we should probably should. There's some things that happened in that game that were kind of interesting, weren't they? For starters, I was fucking wrong. <laughs> that was actually my big, big loss of this past week. We'll get into that in a second. That and my kicker <laughs> pick didn't find out either uh, at all. But I, I said the Bills were going to win. And I and I baited the shit out of you on that too. I baited you hard. I said they were going to cover. My last time was you know five point five. Yeah, points for the Bills, and uh, they lost. I even said this whole big thing about how time to know shots was on the Monday and then Sunday. Yeah, Monday. Yeah, the whole big bit. Yeah, Yeah, just the Titans are fucking with. I don't know what to make of the Titans anymore because they lost. The Jets two weeks ago, and then they beat the Bills, which a lot of people thought were the best team in the NFL until they lost the Titans this past Monday night. Totally agree. So, so what are the Titans good or not? I don't know anymore. So, I think I highlighted it. I'm going to give credit to myself for this one, um, even though I didn't call them to win. But I think this is the formula of Tennessee is, you know, if their defensive unit can actually play like firmly together as a unit, then it's just how many points can they stop the other team from scoring before Derrick Henry just goes fucking man child ham on everyone and everything in front of him. I mean, that guy doesn't even look like he's running. It's incredible. He is just incredible. So I don't really know what to make of them either. I think. They're exactly the same team that played last year. They have the potential, or a couple, within the last three years, I guess. They have the potential to be in the AFC Championship if they win correctly. But, as I've also mentioned with you privately, Derrick Henry is already doing Derrick Henry numbers that we usually see about, you know, six weeks from now. So, is he actually going to be able to, you know, make it through injury-free? He's had a banged up quad at the end of the year, you know, prior to getting really, you know, work heavy. So there's an extra game this year. And I know you hate when I do this, you know, injury paranoia thing, but I think this one might be valid. What do you think? I think it's possible that he gets injured. If he gets injured, the Titans have nothing because 
I mean, as you mentioned, you just straight up dropped Julio Jones, who got drafted probably pretty high. I'm assuming probably was like a third or fourth round pick, right? Yeah, I took him somewhere in there for sure. Yep. Right. And I'm probably sure what, yeah, it's probably where about where he was in most uh, leagues. Uh, maybe even a little bit higher, depending on how high people were on him going to the Titans. AJ Brown doing nothing as well, for the most part. Um, I mean, their passing game should be a lot better than it is, and it's just not. It's just really Derrick Henry literally carrying that offense right now. And you can't find Julio Jones really ranked on any receiver list that's worth it right now. It's just not worth it. And for somebody like me who actually needs to win, I need to cut my losses now and just move on from the situation. A.J. Green is in a better quarterbacking situation. He's on a better team situation. And he's getting a lot of tar- – he's getting a dozen targets in a couple of these games. Three games this year, I think he's already got 12 targets. That's monster numbers. So yeah. he's getting the lion's share uh, of targets in an offense that's not going to stop throwing. I don't know how you cannot – if you have Julio Jones and A.J. Green still available, I don't understand how in all formats that's like Julio Jones is droppable for somebody like an A.J. Green. Yeah, that's fair. I think you're just still getting over the shock of just the name. But if you go and look at the numbers and like what's going on, you would be, it's wow. Julio Jones, he's injured again. You know, it's his hamstring injury that he was able to play three and a half quarters of maybe. I don't know. I just need to cut my losses and, and move on from him. So yes, sir. Yeah. I just, I guess I mean, I would try to trade him a little bit longer. But um, I you know I get that, and I don't think you're necessarily wrong for doing that by any means. I just think it shows how low Leo Jones has fallen, you know, this season for no clear reason. And like I was really watching that game on Monday night, and you're right, they keep taking him out around the red zone. And I don't understand why. Like, do they not understand who they signed? Like, why are you using him so poorly? It just is a, such a weird coaching decision that makes just such little sense. Yep. Like, I I just don't understand what they're doing with them. Yeah, and like I said, I need to win now, so I'm not going to mess with it. I feel I feel good about it. I feel like my team has gotten immensely better. Like I have someone that can start flex right now if I want to do without any worries at all. Ah. Sorry, we're pausing now because Corey is laughing at the fact that I'm unraveling some chocolate balls in my mouth. Don't John Gruden us. Or is it Dave Chappelle as the case may be today? Good Lord. So No, I mean literal. These are Lint, Lindor chocolate balls. They melt chocolate and they're great. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I actually love the Lindor chocolate balls in my mouth. Especially the milk in the middle ones, I think is the red ones. The red ones are fire. Those ones are so good. So these are. Well, I can't tell because you're in the green room. So yeah. we're going to have to start releasing this video soon. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be up to yeah. thing. I've uh, had a couple of asks. You know, we'll have to figure it out. Just a reminder to Spotify if y'all listen on Spotify, the question is posted in the last two episodes. There's two questions. Come interact with us if you want to. 
maybe mm. next week we might have a, a special guest, uh, you know, 30 second, maybe one minute little uh, introduction from somebody in my fantasy league. We'll see. You get your shit together. I'll be the judge of that. I can't believe my editing absolutely crashed too. Anyway, production things. Let's talk about our bets. I clearly am really good at picking teams, and I cannot pick players in fantasy this year. That seems to be what's going on this year. That's correct. So, speaking of that, Corey had two team picks, four player picks. He went two and four. Pitt Cardinals plus three over Browns, awful line. Obviously, won that. Raiders 0.3.5 over Denver. Also, not a great line, in my opinion. I think Denver is very overrated. And, They're favored uh, again this week. Game. They're favored again this week. Stupid. Anyway, um, I believe those were both good picks, and he won them both. Now, your four player picks Jamar Chase, two plus touchdowns, lost, cut zero. Carr came close 25 plus points in your league, but you still lost that. Hill 25 plus points, not particularly close. Clear Jones touchdown, no. Two and four brings you to a total of. Oh, is that eight and 19? Eight and 19 on the board. Wow. Ouch. Not very good. Eight no, and it's horrible. It's actually fucking horrible. I'll call myself out on that. That's brutal. I, on the other hand, went three and two this past week. So got back to some of respectable records. I'm 12 and 12, which is not very good. I'm not going to say that's good, but at least I'm not on a losing record anymore. Uh, and I am almost the opposite. My team pick was Bills uh, to cover the, cover the negative 5.5 spread. They didn't win. I mean, these lost outright. So not only did they not cover, they just, they just they lost. Literally, we covered that already. Uh, and then thing that Corey baited me into is this kicker pick McLaughlin over McPherson. Nope. McPherson over McLaughlin. McPherson on the Bengals scored way more points than uh, McLaughlin on the Browns. I lost that. But my three wins. Diggs, 20 plus points. Got that. Fournette, 20 plus points. Got that. Henderson, 20 plus points. Got that. Again, I'm going to 12 and 12. And that brings us to this week. And our picks coming up. I'll start with my first pick. Make four picks. One team pick is per usual. Three player picks. My first pick will be my, will be my team pick. And in this week, we have the Washington football team going to the Green Bay Packers. And they're going to lose. Packers going to win. Because Aaron Rodgers doesn't just own the Browns. He owns a lot of teams in the NFL right now. Aaron Rodgers is a very good quarterback. And I think he is going to get a little bit of that ownership share. I'm a stockholder of the Washington football team. This so weekend. You clearly heard Brady. I hear you on that one. Yeah, I, thought was, I thought that was funny. Oh, I thought it was fucking funny too. Yeah. I was when I was driving around today, I was listening to the NFL radio. I heard it a couple of times. That made me crack right up. It's pretty funny. Yeah. 
Um, my team pick for this week: Packers over the Washington football team in Lambeau. Well, uh, spread pick uh, that we have here is uh, is not bad. Minus eight and a half, Green Bay for the Washington football team. Green Bay is given That's at home. Big spread. I'm not saying that spread. Fuck that. I, know. I don't know how much Green Bay is going to win by, but I know they're going to win. I don't know. I, um, oh, my goodness. The team pick is very, like, jaded this week. I really don't. There's a couple of them, like, the easy ones I don't want to take. I can't remember which teams that I've taken on my, uh, my, like, one team a week type of deal, but, um, are you, are you, are you, I mean, I'm doing that, but are you even doing that at this point? Because you've so many team picks at this point. Like, I feel like you're kind of like, but you know, there's like, one every week where I pick where I can't, like, I'm never going to use them again, for sure. Have you really extinguished that, though? I mean, yeah, I am trying to. Yeah, the very, the first team pick that I take all the time, I say it too. I do declare that it should be my survivor, like, lock of the week. Okay. So, if we'll have to go back and, and double check that yeah. and see if I doubled up, but I'm pretty sure I haven't doubled up on that. I've been trying really hard to make sure uh, yeah. that I don't. So, the. I'm going to stick with it. I like Indianapolis Colts plus four at San Francisco Sunday night game. That's a good one. I really love that spread on it. Um, I do think it's possible that San Francisco wins by three, uh, a field goal at the end of it, but I do not think the the four upholds. So I'm going to take the Indianapolis Colts plus four on the road in San Francisco for the Sunday night football game. I know this pains for me to say it, but Jonathan Taylor is absolutely on fire right now. Jimmy Garoppolo is questionable as it stands today going into the game. I don't see Trey Lance being successful against Mr. Leonard and the Colts defense in a way that he wants it to. And I just think the Colts are on a roll right now. Underrated role. So Colts Trey Lance is also questionable, by the way. Oh wow! So they have two backs, both questionable. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Plus four. Uh, plus four. Indianapolis Colts on the road, my good sir, and that's going to be the lock of the week because I definitely have not taken Indianapolis. That's and, fair. You definitely not. Yeah. So that shall be the lock, and then I thought you were keeping track of them, so we got to go double check, brother. <laughs> yeah. All right. For player pick of this week, this week. I am going to copy and paste a pick that panned out last week and didn't pan out the week before. Henderson, 20-plus points, again. This is the third week in a row I picked that. It did not pan out the first time I picked it. It did last time. This week, keep in mind, last week was the first and only time that he's gotten 20-plus points. This is not like a lock by any means. He's had good games every week. He's had 15-plus points every week. But this is Last week against my Giants was the first time he had 20-plus points. I think at home against Lions, I repeat performance, 20-plus points. Not a hard one to get. They are currently 31st against running backs in fantasy. Jets, I believe, are the only one that are worst at 32. But 
Not guaranteed, in my opinion, either. Cause he could easily get 19, and I could be fucked here. Like that, even if he scores a touchdown, right? Could easily get 19, bunch of yards. I can see it happening. It's not a lot to get 20 plus, but I'm going with it. Henderson, 20 plus against Lions. What's your next pick, Corey? I hope that you get Jamar chased on that pick. Ooh, wow. He's not the verb now. I feel like you should be saying Julio Jones. Jones. No, because I picked Jamar Chase to get two touchdowns last week against the same Detroit Lions defense, oh, and he got zero. Yeah, I gotcha. And I mean, I would make that call every single week. <laughs> I don't feel bad about that call at all. Losing it is, is, a, is a rough one, but, you know, just saying. Uh, I hope you get Jamar Chase on that one. Yeah. Wow. Jamar Chase. It is what it is. Dealing with him. Uh, there are so many massive spreads out there. There's so there's so many trap games. It really is. It's pretty funny to me, to be honest with you. The Washington football team really angers me. They're the biggest, biggest letdown, I think, as far as like defensive uh, considerations are this year, which has been pretty interesting. And I think their offense is going through a challenging time. Gibson didn't practice today. I actually picked up J.D. McKissick as well. I think Aaron Jones gets two touchdowns at home. It's time. He he had an okay day, and I know they spread it around a bit, but I think he's finally going to get his two multiple touchdowns. He hasn't had a multiple touchdown game since he went ham diggity, you know, first or second week there. So I like two plus touchdowns or two touchdowns exactly. Two or more. Okay. Just uh, Fuck you, Mr. Clarification. We score one, two, or three touchdowns, Saquon Barkley. Fuck. Not, not less, not more. That's, that was the bet. I lost it. He scored less. I'm glad you did lose He's that bet. For more. Officially, that was the stupidest bet made on this podcast so far. That one was so outrageous. Top 10 guy will score one touch, like, it was the same thing. I called it out on Facebook on the NFL memes, and they said that Quandry Diggs from Seattle or whatever called out the interception of Stafford like months in advance or something. When they signed Stafford, I guess Quandry Diggs on Seattle. Is it Quandry? I don't know. Whatever the guy is on Seattle. And he's like, oh, he called out this interception when they signed Stafford. Well, that's a brilliant, brilliant call. You just made a call that you're going to pick off a guy once in your career against the, one of the only teams that you play twice in a year. Woo! That's a pretty faulty call. <laughs> I said he was the Illuminati. <laughs> I love it. Fuck the Seahawks, by the way. I don't know if your Kraken fan's going to come for an interview ever, but fuck the Seahawks. Oh, maybe. Yeah, she won't like that. It's okay. It's your turn. My next pick. This week, this week. I, I've got to mention the theme of my player picks, but I have three player picks. I have three leagues. I'm playing. I'm picking one player from each league. Henderson was from the 18-team league. Next one's from my rando team league. From my rando league, starting quarterback is Justin Herbert. He's on bye. I needed a backup quarterback. Picked up Ryan Tannehill from waivers. Who's playing Kansas City at home in Tennessee. Of course, his hands on his face, shaking his head now. 10 over 20 plus against the 31st ranked 
Kansas City defense against quarterbacks in fantasy. That was the sound that I and needed so, to capture earlier. Was when you said that name, David Silverberg. My oxygen, yeah. like actually, as I went to go put my face in my hands, my oxygen left me. That is an amazing pickup. Wow. Only time he's gotten twenty plus points so far was against uh, the Colts at home at twenty one point four eight. Everything else has been between twelve to nineteen points. They've had pretty mediocre games otherwise for a quarterback. He's currently ranked twentieth, so he's not very good quarterback for fantasy. But I think he has one really good week, and that's all I need from him. I'm going to drop him after this and just start Justin Herbert every week after this, unless Justin Herbert gets hurt for some reason. Knock on wood. Okay. That is my third pick. What is your third pick, Mr. Roussel? Holy, that threw me off. <clears throat> That's an amazing pick. I do have to give you credit. I do. Okay, I, think, I think Tennessee and Chiefs could be a shootout. I think he's going to have to throw, right? Against that defense at some point. Like, he can't just keep hanging it to Derrick Henry the entire game. That's, Can he? That's what, they, that's what they do. I know. But, like, maybe he'll have to throw against the Chiefs. We'll see. We'll see. I might be horribly wrong with this. I recognize that. This week. This week. I'm going to take Jameis Winston for two passing touchdowns in Seattle. Seattle defense, I think, is the second worst passing defense in the league. I can't remember. One of their defenses is 30th, and the other one's 28th. They're fucking garbage. And I think Jameis Winston is going to get two touchdowns. I think he's going to shock the world. Two plus passing touchdowns, you said, right? Yes, two plus. Two or passing more. though, right? Not just not just any touchdowns. So you can't just rush for them. Not no, passing. No, so I'm not hiding behind that. Two passing touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Callaway is really doing well. I really like Marcus Callaway a lot. He's he's incredible. I love to watch him run routes, and I believe that Mr. Winston will find him at least once. Not going to make that on there, but you know, got that option. So go, James Winston. This week. This week. In my final league, which is actually this guy, Jake, who we mentioned before uh, in an interview with Deb, it's actually Jake's league with his friends. This week, I'm facing the best team in the league, the only undefeated team so far. I'm ranked fourth in the league. This guy is ranked first in the league right now. This guy, uh, Evan. And our top running backs, I have Alvin Kamara coming out of his bye week. This guy has Derrick Henry. I really need Kamara to go off. I need Kamara to outscore Derrick Henry. Originally, I was going to say Kamara 30 plus, but I'm just going to say Kamara outscores Henry this week. I mean, that's a total coin flip. Yeah. That's really what I need. That's really what I need is I don't care how many points Kamara scores really totally, so much as Kamara needs to outscore Henry specifically. So, that's like the big matchup right now in this week. You know, we both have decent receivers. We both have good quarterbacks. We both have solid teams all around. Um, but if Kamara's going to score as Henry, I'm going to have a really good shot at winning this one. If it's the other way around, it's going to be tough. I'm going to be the key matchup here is Kamara and Henry. 
So I'm going to say, come on, of course, Henry, because I'm hopeful of that. But yeah, I think you're rightfully right. I think it's completely coin flip. It could go really either way there. They're both two of the worst rush defenses in the league. So Mars at Seattle, and Henry's home at uh, against Kansas City. Yeah, like I so. said, I think it's two of the like the bottom five rush defenses in the league. So I think it's going to be a coin flip on that. It's a good. Uh, yeah, I think you're. Yeah, you might win either way. I know it sounds weird, but it's uh, yeah, it feels like a coin flip for me. Yeah, all right, your next pick, sir. Oh, never mind. Let's take a dab real quick. Very important. I know he's not listening, but this dab brought to you by R.J. Ellis, one of the dopest extractors in the game. Maybe I'll send him this episode so he can listen to it. Yeah, I hope he does. That'd be nice. Love you, R.J. Love Send me some dabs too, please, even though it's cross border. <laughs> I'm totally illegal. All right. Okay, no, let's go. Come on. Going back to the well again. I, I feel like this is the right one. I don't even know what the stats are on it. So this is going to be a live hot take. Huh. Doesn't seem like a good matchup. But taking it, Kyle Pitts repeats with at least one touchdown. This is more of a necessity, and I need him to score a touchdown. But yeah, I'm going to ride it. Uh, mm. I know Miami Dolphins have only given up a few touchdowns to the tight ends. I really like this is going to sound so terrible. I really like the interview with Matt Ryan at the end of the London game. It was almost like he had some sort of fucking epiphany that like Kyle Pitts is on his team and he's actually going to be something. So I'm excited for that. I'm taking Kyle Pitts. For so, at, least one. at least in PPR leagues, Miami is the 16th. So they're right in the middle. I know it's going to be different in your league, but like, maybe it's not a terrible matchup. It's not a good matchup, but not a bad one either. So that the Dolphins' defense has only allowed three touchdowns to tight ends in the entire season. Yeah. So I would expect that number to be higher, but I don't know. Yeah, you would. I know I'm going to lose this one. This week, this week. I don't know what's telling me to take it, but I'm going to do it. David's going to be incredibly shocked. What? I'm taking the Giants plus three. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I don't like the Panthers in this one. Yeah. I can't. I really cannot tell you too much more on that. I don't have anything more on that. Darnold has just looked very jetty. Uh, DJ Moore after having an amazing five weeks, can't seem to catch the fucking ball anymore. Uh, He had six drops last week, I believe it was, five or six drops. Uh, Robbie Anderson had nine drops. So Carolina's having problems, and New York wide receivers are coming back. I just, the New York running game doesn't look terrible. It's just the defense that has to hold up. And I mean, Mm. it's fucking Sam Darnold. He looks terrible right now. So if there's any time I'm going to take the Giants, I think this week might be it. Catch him kind of on that off week. So that's one of the picks that I just don't really feel terribly too good about. But 
It's been telling me to take it like the entire time. So, so that's your fifth pick. Taking it. All right. Want to take one more? For six, uh, we get double picks. Double picks. I kind of do. I feel like I need to make up ground, but every time I say that, I keep getting worse and worse. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think you've had a winning record in any week so far. No, no, not at all. No, 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 no. No. No, definitely not. Definitely not. But uh, the other player call that I've been teetering on and kind of want to make is uh, is Mac Jones for two touchdowns against the Jets. So I'm just going to take it. Two or more? Always two or more. Okay, I just want to clarify. I, just, I don't know. I don't know. I know he had a pretty bad game the first time against them, but that was in week two when he didn't look good. So I think this is going to be a little bit different. I have a little bit of faith in him. And, you know, theoretically, you should probably get, like, most of these right, but given that you made the picks, they probably must be wrong. Last week, I would – I don't think I would have changed any of them last week. Honestly, I was trying to understand which one. I mean, maybe the Julio Jones one because I just wanted to make it work type of thing. I do regret my kicker pick, but I don't regret my team pick at all. Like, that – who would have thought the Titans would have been the fucking Bills? I mean, come on. I know, but the funny part is I baited you on both losses, so that's funny. <laughs> you did. <laughs> oh, man. David Silverbuck. You good? Sell. I'm good. I think we're good. Yeah, we got our interview in. First interview for the podcast ever. Yeah, super cool. We reviewed Monday Night Football because that's our new format because we are recording uh, our first episode of the week before Monday Night Football Monday mornings. And trying to get it out sooner rather than later. You know, didn't happen this week, but hey, we acknowledge that. That's fine. I screwed that up. It's my fault. Things happen. So. Things happen. It's okay. And then ultimately, uh, we'll still do this one. Well, actually, it's Wednesday night right now, but we'll do this still with this on Thursdays uh, where we can do our picks with a little bit of injury knowledge. I'm done picking questionable players, not for sure. It's a good strategy. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see how this uh, new format goes through. I know today's a little bit tougher because of you know lack of injury knowledge that we get today, but um, whatever, Maybe it'll work out. I don't know. Much love as always. It's been another episode of the Fucked Up Fantasy Football Podcast. Thank you so much, everybody, for your support. Fuck you, Mike. Fuck you, Drew. Um, I'm playing the Lambo Lot Lizards this week. What a weird fucking oh, name. Oh, let's talk about team names for a second. God. I'm playing in this ancient league. I actually don't know the relationship between this person. Uh, maybe uh, this is like a business partner or like a, uh, you know, like a coworker or something. But person, name their team. One word, Trump Patriots, with a single P, and then the number 2024. I'm facing that team. We're both four and two. I have about three three points on them. So I'm definitely ahead of them. I'm ranked third, they're ranked fifth right now. That's where we're projected to finish. I want to fucking embarrass this team. I love it. 
Well, good luck on that. I, uh, I hope you survive. Yeah, so you actually also have Derek Henry, so I'm facing Derek Henry in two different leagues. I'm facing Sam Darnold this week. So... I'm going against Derek Henry in two of my three leagues this week, so... Derek Henry, if you could just, like, take a week off, maybe, that'd be nice. He's due for like, it. Tannehill, just throw the ball a lot, and you just remember run the ball ten times. Take it easy. Don't get like thirty carries like you usually do, and like a thousand yards and fifty <laughs> touchdowns. Yo, trophy yeah. six stops. You have to end at some point. <laughs> have you have you honestly like seen the like rushing stats on like the like league leaders? It's like him. I mean, it was like a 200 yard difference between him. Yeah, like, literally. Yeah. Who it was. Chubb. I, think it's I don't Chubb. remember who else was on that list because it's so irrelevant. Chubb. It's so than everyone else. Chubb's number two. Okay, yeah, great. I mean, uh, he's so much ahead of them. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it really is. But I think you're right. He might be heading for an injury. I. They might be overworking him right now, honestly. They might need to like, lay off. And hey, this, Mike Vrabel, if you're listening, great week to lay off on Derek Henry. Give him a little rest. I'll send this directly to Mike Vrabel after I'm done editing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, everybody, for your listen. We will see you all next week. Good luck in your fantasy leagues and your sports bets, unless you are playing me or David Silverberg. Goodbye, everybody.